Folks, this is your sign to get a dog. They're cute. They're loyal. They're loving. And they will never let you down, unlike the ducks. Yeah, you will never let me down, will you? Yeah. But the ducks certainly let us down. We'll talk about that on this edition of Locked On Anaheim Ducks, won't we? Yep. Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. I've been covering hockey for well over a decade. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. I'm actually going to bring the mic a little bit closer today because I don't want to yell too much. Now, I know that last loss sucked, and I'm going to try my best to try to stay positive here. It's getting harder game by game to try to stay somewhat positive, especially after a game like that in Long Island. That was one of the tougher games to watch of the season, and that's the kind of game where you could definitely lose hope. I don't even know if I even have a big take from that game. I mean, it was it was just sad. It was sad watching how that game unfolded and how that game ended. So maybe this is just going to turn into kind of not a rant, but kind of a sad rant right now because, you know, I have a puppy here and, you know, she's laying down right here and, you know, she's in a somewhat good mood. So I don't want to ruin that. I think I'm just going to try to talk about how, how to stay positive through all this. How, how can the Ducks fans stay positive when the losses mount up like that. I mean, I'll think of one micro positive. Troy Terry got off the schneid. Maybe not in the way he would have liked, but he got off the schneid. The Ducks didn't take as many penalties, for what it's worth. They only had four power plays against them. Yay, only four. That's less than the normal six or seven. They didn't take a too many men penalty. Finally. Did they have a couple of not-so-good penalties? Yeah. But, again, trying to look at the bright side, I guess, of life. Positives, positives. How about the Ducks are in last place in the division? They have... They're close to the best odds in this year's NHL draft. So, that's something to maybe look forward to again. We can look forward to the Ducks getting a terrible record. And falling in the draft lottery because, hey, (laughs) we're used to this, right? We're used to seeing the Ducks losing a draft spot. We saw this in last year's draft lottery where they had the worst odds and somehow wound up with the number two pick. Not that we don't like Leo Carlson, although Carlson did have a couple of rookie mistakes in this one, especially towards the end. But again, trying to stay somewhat positive. How else can we stay positive here? I'm really, really trying here, folks. It You don't know how hard it is having covered this team for the last five years. And it just gets harder and harder. Positives? The kids are starting to get a little better, little by little. They are still working through rookie mistakes. 
but there is some improvement. There is some progression that's going on with the Ducks right now. When I said it can't be any worse than last year, hey, here's where there's a positive. At least there are one goal losses. At least they're not getting walloped and having 40 shots against them like they were last season. Last season got to the point where it was inevitable and you knew the Ducks were going to lose and they were going to lose badly and they were just going to get shellacked. This time, it seems like, especially lately, there are some aspects of hope in some of these games. Yes, you heard me say those words. I can't believe I even said those words. There is hope game by game in that they're not getting demolished. Last game, they lost by a goal. Game before that, they lost by two goals. That one had heartbreak written all over it thanks to the overrated Gabriel Velarde. Game before that, they lost by one. Game before that, they lost by one. Game before that, they won in a shootout. Okay, so they haven't won a regulation game in, (laughs) oh boy, 13 games. It's been a while since the Ducks have won a game in regulation. Yeah, actually, last time they won in regulation was November 14th, which is a month. It has now been a month since the Ducks last won a game in regulation. Like I said, it is hard to stay positive. (sighs) I'm not losing my mind, I promise. The game before the shootout win, they lost by one. Game before that, lost by two. We won't talk about Edmonton or the Kings. The game against Canadians, that one had win all over it. But my point being... In the last seven games, they've kept it close. So there's something positive about this. Am am I really trying, folks? Yes. It's the holidays. We got to try to stay at least somewhat positive. There's still a lot of hockey left. There are key players coming back very soon. Trevor Zegras coming back. Jamie Drysdale very close to returning. In my opinion, the most important player, the most important piece that's missing, not Zegras. Mason McTavish. McTavish is on this road trip. He is skating. I'll remind you, he's skating with the red no contacts jersey, but he is at least skating. So there is the hope that he's going to come back sooner rather than later. When you plug in those three guys right there, I would think the Ducks would do better overall and we could see the lines back to where they should be okay i'm done talking about hope we're gonna talk about this stupid game after the first intermission so stick around for that stay locked in now a word from game time That is right the game time app is here and it is better than ever and folks if you haven't used the game time app app yet what are you waiting for because game time is the best way to get last minute tickets at very good prices i have used game time a plethora of times i've even used it for lakers tickets i've used it for angels tickets way too much than i want to admit (laughs) 
hey, I got to see Shohei Otani a bunch last season. So that was fun when those tickets were only 4 or $5. So with the GameTime app, you can browse through the latest games, check out events, get flash deals, zone deals. I've gotten flash deals for Laker game once, actually. So I've used it for that as well. GameTime is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. Buy tickets in seconds with just two taps. That is it. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNHL for 20 bucks off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We are also brought to you by Logics. You know, this show, you get a lot of in-depth analysis and hot takes, right? Well, let me give you my hottest take of the day. The best lineup in LA right now is for sure the lineup of auto loans at Logics. They start off at the top with my favorites. Top line, the proven and dependable new and used vehicle loans. You can count on these guys to give you low rates and save you big time bucks. Next line, they've got an exciting new rookie sensation in their electric vehicle loans with super low rates and flexible payments terms. Rounding out their lineup, they've got their auto refinancing loans and lease buyout loans. With these guys, you could lower your monthly payments and get on the road to owning your car faster. I know it's a hot take, but seriously, no one can beat the lineup at Logix. Visit your local Logix branch right here in the LA and surrounding areas and let one of their amazing team members help you. Or just apply online in minutes at logixbanking.com forward slash car. That's L-O-G-I-X banking.com forward slash car. All right, let's do this. Let's talk about that last lousy game, not at the Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum, but in fact at UBS Arena, home of the New York Islanders. Gil Martin and I did a little preview episode about this game and talked about certain things that we should watch out for. I did mention that the Ducks do take a decent amount of penalties, and they did. They took four penalties. Okay, it's not so bad. The Leo Carlson one, kind of bad luck. Um, the Jakob Silverberg, actually the last two in the third period, the Cam Fowler call, the tripping call against Bo Horvat, that one, that one I kind of scratched my head a little bit like, yeah, Horvat totally drew that. Cam Fowler just was a little bit careless there. And Jakob Silverberg was especially careless. He just chucked it over the glass. I know he tried to clear it, but he was very careless in the way he cleared that. So that one, not so good. One of those resulting in a power play goal for the Islanders because, of course, that's going to happen. I kind of figured the Isles would score at least one power play goal, and they did. The Ducks also scored in the power play. Isles only took two penalties, so hey, there's something there we both kind of expected that a power play goal would happen uh, what i was hoping for was that the ducks would score a shorthanded goal 
because of one of my favorite guys on there, Sam Carrick, who has been very good at those kind of plays. I did mention to Gil that Sam Carrick would be one of those guys to watch out for, and I was definitely right on that one, so hey, self went on that. First period, all Islanders. All Islanders. They outshot at one point the Ducks 11-3, to and then they decided to take a shot away. Oh, by the way, yes, they totally can do that, Hazy. Sorry. <sighs> really trying, folks. So it was 11 to 3 on shots, somehow ended up being 13 to 2 shots on goal in favor of the Islanders. The Ducks were just outworked in that period. It, it was it was pathetic. It was bad. Second period, a little bit Worse to start off the period. Former Duck Kyle Palmieri scored his ninth of the season. And then Casey Sazika scored just a little bit later. Right away, 2-0 in the period. Both on some pretty... Well, one was a good shot. Another was just bad defense. And bad defense, especially from the rookies. They looked bad in that part of the second period. Then later in the second period... We get one of the two penalties from the Islanders. This was, I think this was the interference call. Troy Terry going back and forth with the kids with uh, Minty and Leo. And as Troy Terry receives a pass, he tries to make a cross ice pass, right? He tries. But the stupid puck deflected off of Robert Bertuzzo for Troy Terry's sixth of the season and the Ducks cutting the lead in half. So, okay, thank God for that lucky bounce. If it wasn't for that lucky bounce, who knows if that goal scored on the other side. But as it is, the Ducks, they'll take those lucky goals any way they can get them. So that made it 2-1 to Islanders. Thank you, Robert. Thank you, Bortuzzo. And then a little bit after that, this was a weird play. So the Ducks were trying to bring the puck into the offensive zone and the puck just kind of trickled little by little. And this was where Vakaninen tried to get it towards the net, but it deflected and then it redirected off of Deji Pajot and then slowly trickled towards Adam Henrique, who got a stick on it and got it in right past the goaltender. And all of a sudden in a weird way, the game is tied at two <laughs> Two stupid goals for the Anaheim Ducks. Yeah, they were super lucky. Varley probably kicking himself a little bit there because Varley's looking... Semyon Varlamov is going, man, I probably could have saved that and didn't. So I could tell he was a little bit ticked off about that one. Shots after two periods, 26-11 in favor of the Islanders. Third period... Ducks really came alive to start that third period. Isles did have possession for a while, start of the third period. And as the Isles are setting up in their offensive zone again, Sam Carrick gets a stick on it, breaks away towards the net, and it's just like a semi-breakaway. Carrick protects the puck perfectly and scores it right over the shoulder of Varlamov. That was that was a beautiful shot. 
I've said in the recent past that I have been impressed with Sam Carrick this season. He's been one of those guys that has done better. And he did, especially on that play. That gave the Ducks the lead. Sam Carrick, you're a freaking wizard. And we love you for that. And then the penalties came. Maddie Barzal scored in the power play. Tied at three. Stupid. But the stupidest play of all came at the very end. The Isles' Robert Bortuzzo took a penalty. Max Jones chased after a puck, played it perfectly. His skates got caught on the stick of Robert Bortuzzo. So now the Ducks have a power play with a minute 45 left on the clock. It's looking like the Ducks could actually possibly pull this one out. That's what it's looking like. I mean, they looked good on the power play earlier. Troy Terry got that goal. So part of me mistakenly had hope and said, oh man, the Ducks already scored in the power play. They're on the power play at the end of the game. They might actually win this. How stupid of me to have that hope. Why? The Ducks immediately lose the faceoff. Alex Kalorn tries to recover, but loses the puck. Kalorn gets dinged for a delayed penalty. Ref has his hand up. On the delayed penalty, by the way, a steal from J.G. Pajot. Who then passes it, and this was a good pass, by the way, on the left side to Simon Holmstrom. Now, because there's a delayed penalty, the two rookies, Mintikov and Leo Carlson, they had a, they both had a split second where they kind of relaxed a little bit. So Kalorn gets B, he draws a penalty, Minty and Leo kind of slow down for a split second just trying to touch up the puck because it's going to even up and that's all the daylight Holmstrom needs to get at least semi-open on the left side and score right past John Gibson game winning goal with about a minute and a half left just 15 about 15 seconds into the power play and that's it Ducks lose again, 4-3. They blow a lead late and allow that game-winning goal late in the third. Again. They're starting to pick up some old habits again. It's frustrating, isn't it? All right, I'll have some final thoughts. And we'll get to that on the other side. Now a word from FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL and NHL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, well, what are you waiting for? Go! There's no better time to get in on the action right now. The app is super easy to use, by the way. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, futures, and so much more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on 
and let's kick off the season with a bang. FanDuel is the official sports betting partner of the Locked On Podcast Network, and please gamble responsibly. And by that, I mean don't bet on the Ducks right now. <sighs> Bad loss. 4-3. to three. An- Another stupid, stupid loss. And now they got to play the New York Rangers. I'm, I'm just going to say it. I'm going to call it like it is. They're probably going to lose that game too. The Rangers, top of the division. One of the best teams in the NHL. They embarrassed the Kings the other night. They're probably going to embarrass Anaheim as well. This is going to be the game where the Ducks just get outclassed. I am looking more forward to the games against the Devils and against Detroit. Okay, actually, I'm really most looking forward to that Devils game, mostly because I just want to see the Ducks kick the ever-loving crap out of the Devils. I They're not my favorite team by a long shot. Scott Stevens is still scum for what he did to Paul Korea, but that's so 20 years ago, so I'm not going to harp too much on that. But that's the game where if you're a Ducks fan, you say, that's that's the one. That's the one they could win on this road trip and maybe right the ship. And then after that, once everyone comes back and healthy, maybe they could actually kind of turn this thing around and get to a point where they can be at least within striking distance. It is still early in the season. There are still about 53, 54 games left for most NHL teams right now. So let's not jump off a cliff right now. Let's not, you know, just run into traffic. There's still a long way to go, but time is so quickly running out. And if the Ducks aren't careful, this could be another lost season for the Anaheim Ducks. So, you know, let's try to have at least some faith right now, but I I totally understand why fans are pissed off and I'm trying my best not to yell into the ether mainly because I don't want to wake up this poor puppy down here that you saw at the beginning of the video. Was I pretty angry after watching that game? Yes. Did I say this was a stupid game? Absolutely. But the Ducks were lucky. They were lucky to be in that position. Those two goals in the second period, those were stupid lucky. Puck luck was on the Ducks' side. The Sam Carrick goal, that, that was a good goal. That was That was a pristine goal. Give him all the credit in the world. But most of the play aside from that was just crap. It was bad hockey from the Ducks almost all around. <sighs> I, I, I feel you guys. I feel you guys. I know this is a stupid way to end the week. So I will try to end on a positive note. The holidays are coming. <laughs> They're playing the Devils. They can beat them. I'm I'm kind of just pinning my hopes that they can win that game by like six or seven goals and just downright embarrass them. So, Trey, if you're watching this, I hope the Ducks not only win, I hope they kick the crap out of them. I hope it's eight to two. I hope the Devils get embarrassed. 
just run out of the building. I hope the fans not only leave, I hope they boo. I hope they boo the Devils right out of the building. Ah, it, felt, it felt good to kind of get that out. It really did. All right. That's going to do it for this podcast. Once again, I thank you all so much for listening. Thanks so much for watching. Don't forget, this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc., etc. You could follow me on X at StimpyJD. The show's X, former Twitter, is at StimpyJD. I'm oh, sorry. The show, <laughs> you know, F it. Screw it. Personal Twitter's at StimpyJD. Show's Twitter's at LO underscore Ducks. Email me, LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. Also, add free on Amazon. And check us out on YouTube. You could hit the subscribe button. Hope you like the new setting. I hope you like it. It'll be more decorated as I have more time. Just going to tell you right now, I'm not going to have time to decorate this weekend because Friday, event, junior rain. Saturday, event, Firebirds Hockey. Maybe I'll say Firebirds Goldush. Crap ton of times. Sunday, Firebirds Hockey. So, yeah, it'll be a plain wall for the next little bit. But, you know, once the new year kicks off, you'll see, you know, it won't just be a plain plum wall anymore. I'm calling it plum just for this season only. Once again, thank you all for your continued support. It is so greatly appreciated. I am out of here. For Locked on Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great weekend, folks. Please remember to be safe out there. Be kind to one another. Be kind to all the Ducks fans right now because they are going through it, by the way. Oh, yeah. And Ducks fly together.